Good morning and welcome to Success Happens. This is Jen and I have with me today Robin Sachs. And, you know, when we were preparing for the show and we're thinking about doing election integrity, which is so important right now, you know, it just so happened that we had the symposium going on by Mike Lindell out in South Dakota. So that's going on. And there's an event next Tuesday, but I didn't know all that when I asked Robin to be on the show with me today, but it is so important and it is happening across our nation that we have to take take some time to pay attention to it. So good morning and welcome to Success Happens, Robin. Thank you, Jen. So glad to be here. Yeah, it's great. And I really want to thank you for being the standard bearer of integrity in all things elections here in the state of Maryland. And I I want people to get to know your work and your organization and what you're doing, but also to understand the scope of the work that you're doing. So let's jump right in. When we first started looking at election integrity, I mean, Maryland's a blue state, super duper blue. And it's become apparent that that's not necessarily the case. So why don't we start with what organization are you running right now? And what are, you know, what have you decided is your mission as an organization? Um, Yeah. So the Maryland Voter Integrity Group is the group I'm running. If you're familiar with the effort that was going on in New Hampshire, um, Marilyn Todd is, she's just a mom with a few kids. Somehow, you know, just like I think a lot of us, when November 4th came around, we were like, huh, what the heck happened? Because Donald Trump was, you know, up in Pennsylvania, up in Michigan, um, you know, Georgia, the Pipers, you know, we saw the states stop counting and things that had never happened in this country before, but things we had heard about happening in other countries like Venezuela. So I think just a lot of people, you know, even the day after the election and watching five swing states stop counting became very suspicious of what was going on because, you know, I think it's fairly well known that in communist countries, they use a lot of these tactics like, oh, let's stop counting in the middle of the election. And, you know, what do, what do normal people think? Right, because they're going to, quote unquote, find the votes they need to put in the person they want. But we had never seen anything like that happen before in our country. So I do think that people's just, if you want to call it antennas, they just had a feeling something isn't quite right here. So um, I was one of those people And I was like, this just doesn't make sense. So I started, you know, trying to dig into it a little bit more. And particularly, you know, within all of these different counts where, you know, counting stopped and then, oh, Joe Biden wins by 10,000 votes. Yeah, nothing to see here. Um, It was just like they got exactly the votes they needed to win. So anyway, with that being said, I had found the professor's record as a podcast on Rumble, and I'm pretty sure I saw Marilyn Todd on his podcast, and I said, oh, you know, she sounds just like me. (laughs) So in one of, uh, you know, one of the podcasts that she was on, she mentioned that they were starting a nationwide 
you know, integrity groups. And if anyone had an interest in kind of being, you know, the chair for one of these in their state to contact her. And that's what I did. And so, yeah. So So let me ask you this. Is that associated with Defend Our Union? It is not. I um, Okay. So there's several organizations now doing the work that's and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. It does I don't I'm not a fan of duplication of effort, but but if it's what it takes right now to get it done, lots of hands doing the work may be necessary. They just seemed a lot more aggressive and I don't think we have time to wait. You know, I feel like we either get our elections back now or we lose our country forever. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's let's look at Maryland. So is your scope of work then pretty much just Maryland? I would say yes and no. Yes, from the fact that Maryland, you know, is certainly a big enough state to, to pretty much take all of my energy right now. But no, in that we've got America's audit. And so I also am the admin for the MD audit chat on Telegram, which we have about As of today, we had about 2,200 members and also on Facebook, of course, the Maryland Voter Integrity Group on Facebook, where we have about 750 members, slightly more. And these groups have grown like threefold in under a month. So to say that this is a hot issue would be an understatement. I mean, this is the issue people care about. Election integrity, I think Americans are smart enough to know that if they don't have the right to vote, we don't have a country. So I think that's the reason why, you know, the groups are growing so fast. So I guess And there are I'm people saying, getting involved who have never been involved in this stuff before. Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. really is a call to arms, and I don't mean that in a violent way, but yeah, it is right. a call to action that says, you know what, stand up and be counted, really. So I want to yep. go on to a couple of things. So first of all, I want to do a shout out to Dan Cox, because Dan also recognized when he was in Philly, and he told me this after the fact, he recognized that there were numbers issues with Maryland in Frederick County, because- when he added it all up, it just didn't smell right, you know? And indeed, he was right. So there are four counties that are being scrutinized primarily, right? Can you please tell us Um, the four counties? Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's probably way more, but uh, the four counties, so Seth Keschel, everyone knows him now as Captain Keschel because he got a big shout out from Donald Trump. But way before that, I had found Seth I followed him on Twitter. I had seen some of his work. I reached out to him on social media to say, hey, you know, he had done all these um, different states. I'm like, have you looked at Maryland yet? And he said, yeah, I have. And here's what we're seeing. And so he was the one that really pointed out to us that Anne Arundel, Carol, Frederick, and Hartford all had unexplainable trends in terms of Democrat vote increases um, as compared to the norm if we look back for 20 years, okay? So normally, if we go all the way back to 2004, when you look at election to election, the percent growth or decrease is usually about 1% to 2%. And it's it's very it doesn't move real fast. It's kind of interesting because um, 
these are our big flags because in those four counties, the Democrat vote increase um, was 35 to 37 percent more, which is more than 10 times what is normal um, in one election cycle without having a corresponding growth in population or registration. So it literally makes no sense. But what was really weird in terms of these four counties is nothing correlated between the numbers, for example, population, registration, and votes tend to correlate. Well, nothing correlated with these um, these counties except that you had approximately a 35% vote increase of Democrat voting. So anyway, I, you know, I spoke to Seth and we talked about it. And then I said, hey, if I can get people from all of these counties to come to a Zoom call, would you present what you're presenting to me to them? Because we wanted to be able to ask people from those counties, uh, are we missing something here? You know, this is the Board of Elections own data. Um, can you explain this? So that's what we did. So we had, um, in the beginning of July, we had a conference call, and we invited um, all of the delegates and senators from those areas, as well as um, Nicoly, you know, head of the GOP, and some other um, some candidates found out about it on Facebook and asked if they could join. And so we had about 10 people. We had all counties represented. Um, and Seth did, you know, a Zoom call with us. And we had that Zoom call on our Rumble page, which is called Maryland Election Beat. So for anybody that wants to see this call, I mean, we had to edit a couple things out. But um, those different people from those counties who were there were like, OK, can you explain this? And they couldn't. No one could explain it. And by the way, I heard on Carroll County's um, Board of Elections site, they are now disputing and saying that Seth's um, work has been debunked. That is um, untrue. No one has debunked Seth Keschel's work. And in fact, we validated Seth's work. I had a separate analyst go to the Board of Elections, forget about what Seth did, and just look at from 2012, 2016, 2020, look at each county, look at the um, Democrat vote increase, the Republican vote increase, the population growth, the registration, and then, you know, take a look at that. So we did it totally independently, and um, that's data has not been debunked. In fact, we validated the data. Gotcha. We see here, you know, we see that one to two percent growth or decrease over time. And then we see this gigantic, unexplainable uh, Democrat vote increase in 2020, which, by the way, we need full forensic audits in all four of those counties to get down to the bottom of it. I have with me today Robin Sachs. Robin is tracking uh, election integrity here in Frederick County and Maryland across the state, actually, there's something about the percentage of voters who vote is typically mm-hmm. 40 to 60 percent, depending on which cycle we're in, whether it's a presidential, a gubernatorial cycle. So what is it typically 
in Maryland? Yeah, I, I've also heard 60 to 70 percent if, you know, it's a big election, a popular election. And yes, you just have identified another very strange phenomena in the state of Maryland. I think I know where you're going. Yeah. So let's look at that. It's done jurisdictionally. So I guess you'd have to look at each jurisdiction. But if you were to look at some of the local jurisdictions, do you have the percentage of voters who voted in the last election? Yeah. Now, we don't have the percentage of uh, people who voted, but what we do have from a Judicial Watch report um, from September of 2020 is the percent of eligible population who was registered to vote um, based, you know, based upon both registration and population. And the disturbing thing is that overall in Maryland, that was 102 percent. In Frederick County, it was 110 percent. That's 110 percent of the voters who could vote voted. Now, that makes zero sense. So they're either dead. Yeah. Now that's- <laughs> They're either illegal. Uh, you know, uh, so how on earth do they do they certify an election with 110 percent of the voters having voted? The swing is like 30 to 40 percent. Yes. Now, I can't confirm that every one of those people voted because we haven't done that analysis yet. This is registered to vote. And the reason I think we care about registered to vote now and when you're hitting over 100 percent or even 90 percent to me would be a huge red flag is are ineligible people getting onto those voter rolls or people who are not of age. You know, in other words, there's a certain eligible population um, and then there's, you know, reality. And so when you're st- when you're coming up in these 90 to 100 percent numbers, that would be a big red flag for me. Well, also, I've heard that they've looked at the number of people in a household registered to vote. So, for example, an apartment, two bedroom apartment might have had 12 people or more registered to vote from that location, that specific address. What are you exactly. seeing about that? Yeah. Now, what we we have lots of teams, and so we have a research we have a research team that is probably comprised of about ten different people who are looking at the various counties and looking at the roles themselves and trying to get that type of data that you're talking about now. Since um, the groups have really only been together for the last thirty days, of course, we don't have that data yet, but we are drilling into that data. And the other things people want to know is about down ballots. Um, some of the information we can get, you know, and look at historical trends and see is this an anomaly. But other things, we really need those full forensic audits because one thing I want to know in these counties is I want to go to paper ballots. Are the paper ballots there? I mean, like you mentioned with Mike Lindell and the cyber symposium, you know, um, Dr. Shiva this morning found that the difference between those PCAPs that they found in Lindell um, as compared to the totals, you know, how he went through every single state. Well, the difference between that is 4.2 percent. He actually found a percent that makes that goes for every single state as if someone just said, huh, we're taking 4.2 percent of that vote away from Donald Trump and giving it to Joe Biden. I mean, so that's very disturbing when you start getting these algorithms that actually start to prove 
that a um, algorithm ran. All right. And so I let looked- me let me put this down for for people to kind of because you know you and I are talking about this all the time, but for others it's it's kind of like how do I wrap my head around this? So what you're saying is that 4.2 percent was a consistent algorithm shift across the country that they could point to and say, ah, there is a systemic fraudulent act. Is that accurate? Right. Yes. All 50 states, including Washington, D.C., had the difference of 4.2% from the quote-unquote PCAPs that Mike Rundell, I don't even know how he got them, but that to what was the, t- the tally reported, um, if you want to say after the election, is exactly 4.2% per Dr. Shiva. And so he's there at the conference, and I guess he's got like four MIT degrees, and so he crunched the numbers oh, and brilliant. found that. Yeah, he's yeah, brilliant. He's- well, and he ran, and he got out. He, he lost, too, because of this nonsense. So he's got a lawsuit going, which is very interesting. I mean, and I believe he's yeah. representing himself. I mean, really super smart guy. So let's pull back a little bit and we look across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we look at the five states uh, and we talk about the event coming up on Tuesday night, I want everybody to get out your calendars and look at how you can be in Gettysburg on Tuesday evening at 630. I believe it starts. It's going to be epic. So you want to be there. OK. And Dan Cox will be speaking because, one, he's running for governor and we all hope he wins. Two, he has experience in Philadelphia as one of the attorneys looking at 6,000 ballots that were illegally signed. <laughs> so, wow. you know, he this is not stuff he conjured up. He witnessed it firsthand. OK, so all that being said, we come back to this national crisis that we're in. Mm-hmm. And it is a crisis. I think so. Who? I want to put these as as rhetorical first. Who pulled the trigger on this crisis? Who's behind it? Who's the bad guy or bad lady? Go ahead. I I certainly have a guess that somehow George Soros is behind it because he was quoted as saying, you know, that Donald Trump was not going to have a second term. And if you think about the video that played at the beginning of the um, cyber symposium, uh, they showed him as behind about 200 organizations. It's his money. Yeah. It's his money. But the other thing, and we're coming up on the end of this segment with you, and I, uh, we will have you back, Robin. We want sure. to constantly get updates from you, okay? But Great. how can people follow you on Facebook and other platforms to see your work? Great. Yeah. So our Facebook page is our name. It's Maryland Voter Integrity Group. So that's Facebook. And on um, Telegram, we are MD Audit Chat. So those are the two ways. Just can go to either of those and get involved in the group. Okay. Are you um, looking for volunteers with any particular expertise? Well, you know, we could use some legal expertise because a lot of the states are finding that they need to use affidavits in order to compel the state legislators to move. Dan, love Dan, because he has come out um, in front of this effort and is um, he's the first one to put a press release out. We want to get 
all Maryland legislators on record? Do they support election integrity or do they support election fraud? It's one or the other. We can't have any squishiness here. Um, Our country is at Clearly, we think there's a China connection here. Certainly, Mike Lindell does. So what? Are they willing to give our country over to China? I mean, come on now. We need people to be brave and fearless. Do it now. We save our country or we don't. So that brings me to a couple of points I want to make to my audience. So everybody listening, if you want to see my work on Facebook, you don't wait for them to push it to you because they won't, probably being shadow banned at this point. So go to my wall and look at what we're posting there. Secondly, I'm starting to move over to Telegram. Follow me there as Jennifer Charlton. The last thing I want people to understand is there is an executive order of September 12, 2018, executive order 13848. And that executive order speaks about the insurrection. And if our election is mucked with by foreign entities, there are consequences. I believe that that executive order is enacted at this point. So we're going to see where all this goes, Robin. Great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. God bless you. And we will have you back here on Success Happens. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now, KW Photography Design, and we will be right back. Okay, everybody, I want to let you know about an important event this coming Tuesday evening. Women for America First is presenting the Audit the Vote Rally, Audit the Vote Rally in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. On site will be Senator Doug Mastriano, who is a decorated military officer as well as our hero in Pennsylvania. Shout out to Pennsylvania listeners. And we will also have Senator Wendy Rogers from Arizona there and our very own Delegate Dan Cox, Candidate for governor here in Maryland will be speaking along with Representative Stephanie Barowitz from Pennsylvania, Teddy Daniels, congressional candidate, Amy Kramer, chairwoman for Women for America First. What they say here is it's time to rise up. What have we been saying? It's time to stand up, you guys. We've got to stand for integrity. We've got to stand for our election integrity and our every vote counts. As long as it's legal, every vote counts. So it's Tuesday, August 17th at 6.30 p.m. The event is being held at 2080 Mummersburg Road, Gettysburg. And to RSVP, go to WFAF.org. That's WF as in Frank, AF as in Frank.org. And uh, let them know you plan to be there. We're going to do some caravans, and I'll give you information about that. But let's caravan up there. Let's have a bunch of people from Maryland standing up for Maryland being one of the places that does a full forensic audit. Delegate Dan Cox has stated that he's a stand that we do a forensic audit here in Maryland, but this is really to focus on Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. But let's have Maryland be in the house. All right, guys, thank you. We'll see you Tuesday night at 630 in Gettysburg.